there isn't a, a, a panacea, there isn't a, a magic pill that we can take, but we can take steps, we can be good to ourselves. And that's the important thing. And, and, and again, this last year has been a reminder to all of us to be good to ourselves. And that means taking responsibility for ourselves and our own well-being. Welcome to Forever Young, the health podcast from Lanzerhof. My name is Nils Behrens, and I'm not looking for eternal use. I'm trying to find answers to what leading a healthy life really means. Therefore, I will be talking to various health experts to find out what you can do to stay fit for as long as possible. And who knows, perhaps this knowledge will help lead you to a longer life after all. We haven't heard each other on this channel for a long time. But there is a news item I would like to talk about. Since October 2020, our club in London has a new COO. And even so, Mario Pedazzoli is no stranger in the London club society. We thought it would be a good occasion to reactivate this platform to introduce him in more detail. Mario Pedazzoli is the CEO at Lanzerhof at the Arts Club in London, UK. He has worked in the world of private member clubs for many years. Why he is now part of our team in London, what he is doing to stay fit and why he is a fan of a holistic medicine, he will tell us today. Welcome, Mario Pedazzoli. Well, thank you, Niels. Thanks for the introduction. Very nice to be invited. <laughs> Mario, it's really a pleasure for me to have a podcast recording with you. And yeah, I would like to speak a little bit more about you. So you have been in Mayfair for a while. So where where are you before Lanzerhof at the Arts Club? Well, you're right. Uh, I have been in Mayfair for a while. In fact, I'm, I've been in this industry for a while. Uh, I'd say for 26 years plus now. So um I think it's fair to say I enjoy what I do. Um, but you're right, for the last six years, I, I have been in Mayfair and was formerly club director of two private members clubs, the Bath and Rackets Club and Mark's Club. Um, but over the course of my whole career, I think I've been incredibly fortunate and privileged and I've, I've met and worked with many extraordinary, interesting and wonderful members and colleagues and uh, many of whom I consider dear friends. Um, I am getting on a bit, as I said. I've been a long time in this industry. Before that, I had my own club in Fulham for 10 years, which was a wonderful experience. And prior to that, I cut my teeth in the health and fitness industry at a company called Holmes Place, which was a, a pioneer at the time uh, for the industry we now see today. And I grew to become uh, the CEO of Holmes Place in Switzerland. Um, so. I am very fortunate to have had the career that I've had, and I can honestly say that I haven't had a bad day at the office in, in 26 years, so I'm very lucky. Wow, uh, not a bad day in the office. This is, this is really impressive, I must say. And uh, yeah, great to hear. So um, when you say your last stations were Mars Club and Bath and Record Club, uh, a record club, so the uh, Mars Club is more kind of society club and the other one is really, um, yeah, um, a sports club. Yes, that's right. So, um, you know, really encompassing hospitality and leisure. Uh, Bath and Rackets Club is, is a gentleman's club, very traditional, 
club, uh, squash club, uh, is is one of its main offerings, and and Mark's club uh, focuses on on uh, fine dining, private dining, uh, and so uh, uh, both really do um, set a standard. Uh, but I think Mayfair in general, we're, we're blessed with a lot of choice. Yeah, but for me, it is the perfect combination for at the end being prepared for your new role because now you're at Lanzerhof at the Arts Club so Lanzerhof um, is the health part and the Arts Club is the society part so it is just the best of both worlds you're just coming from so tell us a little bit about your job role now at Lanzerhof at the Arts Club well I, I agree with that certainly uh, uh, it's uh, it's led me to to this position today and and, and the first thing to say I'm, I'm just thrilled to be here. Um, I started in October last year as, as the Chief Operating Officer. Um, the role itself, uh, well, covers everything. It's the, the leadership, strategy and, and direction of every aspect of, of our business here at, uh, at Dover Street. And um, whilst we're not quite start-up, we're, we're only in year two, but uh, the club itself uh, has come an incredibly long way in, in this short time. Um, My responsibilities are, are significant. It's it's a premium offering, but you know I, I try to embrace it with a with a smile on my face, and um, and actually uh, I am helped enormously by the, the the wonderful team that we we have here, and uh, and hearing the compliments that that we do get from members and patients and guests and clients about the service they're receiving from. From our staff in all in all areas of the club, um, that that's that's its own reward actually. Yeah, at the end, Lanzerhof at the Arts Club is really a, a club. So it's um, from a medical point of view only for outpatients. So it's really different from our hotel resorts in, at Tegernsee in Austria. So, what are your visions or your goals with this regards to the patients? And um, yeah, what would you say? What areas does the Lanzerhof at the Arts Club cover? Well, it's true to say, I mean, the, opera, the opportunities that lie ahead are, are very, very exciting for, for Lanzerhof at the Arts Club. Um, we've been overwhelmed by you know, a very positive response to the offering. Uh, in fact, at the end of last year, we rewarded the title of World's Best Private Members Spa, and that's for a second consecutive year. But, but to help understand what we have here, there, there, are, there are effectively two strands to the business. Um, there's the, the clinic and the club and the private clinic, which I must say uh, at the beginning is open to all. There's no requirements to, to be a member to use our medical services. Uh, and, and the offering there is, is really very comprehensive. Uh, we have doctors on site every day, um, so covering everything from any musculoskeletal issues, orthopedic, we have a GP here focusing on, on, on gut and uh, intestinal health. Uh, we have visiting cardiologist, um, dermatologist, uh, and, and also um, people are surprised, uh, but we do have uh, a whole body MRI scanner here as well. And I think actually in these times, people are reluctant to visit uh, a hospital for, for obvious reasons in this pandemic. And so to be able to use our MRI scanner uh, as required and directed by uh, any consultant uh, here in, the, in, a, in a sort of discreet and premium surroundings, um, I, I think is very helpful for our, for our patients. Uh, in addition to that, we have cryotherapy, 
uh, and, and a, an infusion suite. And, and these um, really do help complement a, a whole holistic approach to anyone's well-being. And on the other side, we then have the, the private members club as well, uh, which is, um, again, limited in terms of the number of members that we would accept. So we can really build great rapport and strong relationships with our members and, and really develop a strong uh, Lanzerhof at the Arts Club community and, uh, and and I think part of that experience is getting to know the people here and we equally get to know them and I think that attention to detail um, it does encompass hospitality as well as someone's well-being as well and, and that's what we well, pride ourselves on but also we must work very hard to maintain those standards as well and that's what we're committed to so we had already a lot of discussions about what Lanzerhof at the Arts Club really is because like you said it is um, quite complicated in, in it's, not, it's not really complicated but it's sometimes complicated to explain because you have on the one hand the clinic which is open for everything and on the other hand you have the gym which is uh, just a private gym nevertheless when you think about just the gym part of it what would you say is the biggest difference and also maybe the advantage compared to a normal gym mm. well uh, the first difference uh, unlike other gyms and health clubs sadly at the moment is that we are in fact open so that's that's the first difference today uh, but i should qualify that by saying that we are open as a medical facility and therefore uh, all of our medical services must remain open to support our community Uh, but that includes rehab training on the gym floor, which is supervised by our physios and rehab specialists. And they are all medically referred by our medical director in the first instance. So happily, we are able to continue providing that service in these, in these challenging times. Um, but in normal times, if we remember what they are, <laughs> it's such a long time ago, um, there, there is a strong difference. And... Uh, uh, um, And it starts with the initial consultation, actually. So typically somebody choosing to invest and, and join our club, uh, there is an initial consultation with our medical director, uh, looking at exercise and wellness history. And typically there may then be a referral through to our spine and movement lab, uh, which is looking at gait analysis and postural analysis, uh, core strength, flexibility, and so on. So with, we capture all of that data, uh, which is then analyzed again with medical director so before a new member has even set foot in the in the gym we've actually understood more about them than they probably know about themselves already and this is quite a compelling proposition so working closely then with the trainers we can devise a program that is focusing on any particular issues uh, and we do see the results very very quickly and that's an ongoing process so every three months there is a referral back to the medical director and so on so, um, and other than that, I think, again, as I said earlier, we, we do limit our numbers. And that means that we do create a sense of belonging, sense of club and community. And it's, it's more than just a facility. I think we've all tried, you know, the, the, the fitness industry has come a very, very long way in the last 20, 25 years. Um, and we are focusing on, on an experience and, and a sense of exclusivity where people are really investing in their, in their well-being And this is an important part of their, their daily experience coming here. And, uh, but again, we have to work very hard with that. And the other difference is that under the same roof, 
you can complement that experience with with cryotherapy and and in vitamin infusions, which negate the need for daily supplements. Which you know, I think we all know we we, we probably pass out more than we absorb um, when we take supplements. Uh, but with a vitamin infusion, it, it does go directly into the bloodstream. So we can we can create a full holistic program, uh, and and then you know in in more serious matters, if any imaging is required. You know, it, again, it's all under one roof, and I, and I think that is ultimately, or all of these uh, facilities ultimately coming together do do set us apart. Okay, perfect. Sounds impressive. So back to you. Um, at these podcasts, we normally have five categories, and uh, what I would like to do now is go through these five topics with you, and um, if you if it is okay for you. Would love to interrogate Niels. <laughs> so let's start with sports and mobility. Um, which sport do you follow, and uh, which um, do you do yourself? Well, uh, a number of sports actually. Uh, most recently, I've uh, fallen in love with paddle tennis, which um, I don't know how most people. Sorry, are to watch or to do? To play, yes, <laughs> to play. play. Well. <laughs> When they before they shut the the, the paddle tennis courts, uh, it's a sport that uh, I took up on holiday initially in Portugal and Spain, and it's a growing sport in the UK now. And there must be a, a WhatsApp group of twenty or so of us that that like to arrange a game where we can. And it's a it's a it's a wonderful fusion between squash and tennis. Uh, so uh, that's something that I I'm increasingly obsessed with, and it's 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 very sociable. You know, you play as a doubles game. Um, And uh, golf I like to play, but uh, I'm average at best. I, I do hack around a golf course. Uh, and other than that, I, uh, I do like to train in the gym, uh, uh, th try and keep it to three times a week. And uh, uh, I also try and keep a routine. I think that's important. And I think also in these times it's important to have a routine. So, you know, I increasingly struggle with the gym challenges that we have here, but I'll always participate. I think um, I give myself 10 out of 10 for enthusiasm, but sadly I'm usually quite average at any sport that I play. Uh, and other than that, uh, I'm a lifelong fan of Chelsea Football Club and um, I'm a season ticket holder with my three sons. Uh, and, and that's lovely to be able to, uh, to share that experience with them on a Saturday afternoon. Obviously we miss that, but... Um, They, they, uh, they love following their team and I love going along with them when I can. For me, just an extra question on, on Chelsea. So um, when we have our situation in Germany with the Bundesliga, which is probably uh, um, comparable to your Premier League, um, we have always a kind of competition between all the clubs. And uh, normally when someone is saying, hey, I'm a fan of Bayern München, you are here from Hamburg saying, okay, I don't like this guy anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would say, is it similar in London? Because when with... with uh, How many Premier League clubs do you have in London? Six? Um, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, probably in London. And, uh, but no, we're a lot more mature than that, Niels. We wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't judge someone on the team that they follow. Surely you don't do that. Um, okay. Actually, on a, on, a, on a different note, we are able, and, and we do work with uh, professional Uh, sports clubs as well and uh, uh, that has been uh, fascinating so it, it is for all levels here 
And uh, quite often we will work with football clubs for their medicals before signing any player. Uh, and that's been quite interesting. But again, it's a very discreet environment. So we're able to do that, uh, which I think the clubs appreciate. Okay. So let's move on next to nutrition. So I would say, of course, you only eat healthy, uh, don't you? <laughs> Or let's say, uh, what is your favorite healthy snack at work? Well, look, life is for living, isn't it? Um, I would say I'd probably score myself a six and a half out of ten for my personal nutrition. Uh, I'm mostly doing okay. I think I, I rarely eat red meat. Um, that was a conscious decision, but I don't particularly miss it. Uh, I do from time to time. And I rarely snack, which is probably quite weird. Um, I just never have done. So, um, uh, and I know that uh, visiting Tegensee uh, last year, and that was a real education on, 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 on the approach to nutrition. And I know snacking is, is considered something one should not do, but I, I typically don't do that. But I do enjoy here at the club, we have energy balls, Uh, so I, I enjoy Ken's energy balls if I, if I do have a snack. Uh, that's a really nice mix of dates and apricots and almonds and cocoa. So, uh, well done. Yeah, and, and normally uh, is he still doing the matcha powder around it, which yes, gives this yes, little bitter exactly. note and an extra bitter note, so which yes, is great. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right, Niels. So, um, so I enjoy those if I do uh, if I am craving a snack. I think my biggest crime is probably eating late. Um, I've always done it, and I know one should not do that, but I typically come home after a day at work fairly late-ish, and uh, so I need to address that. But um, I think I'm doing okay. I, 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 uh, as I said, I mentioned the Tegan's Day fasting experience. I, I did do that for five days. I, I've never done that before, and I, I never thought it was possible to survive on 400 calories a day, but, but that's an extraordinary thing that happens there in terms of cleansing and uh, re-energizing. I never once felt tired or hungry. Um, and so uh, that's something I, I've committed to do this year. That's one of my New Year's resolutions is to have at least two fasting weeks over the course of this year. Ask me in a few months' time, see how I'm getting on. <laughs> So the next <clears throat> category will be a little bit challenging, uh, beauty. So, of course, not only a women's topic anymore, but now two men are having a beauty talk. So <laughs> do you have certain beauty items that you should not, uh, you wouldn't miss on your, let's say, morning routine? How, how the world has changed, Niels. I wonder what our respective fathers would think of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Valid um, point. Uh, so let's see. I tell you what I have noticed. Wearing a mask plays havoc with your complexion. And, uh, and so I find myself raiding my, my wife's uh, cabinet for face scrubs and cleansing and so on. But um, you know, the mask is, is probably not good for, for, for our skin. But I, I wouldn't say um, I do anything in particular uh, I, I wouldn't, and I probably should, but you're right. Um, it is no longer a topic just for, uh, for, for women. And, uh, I should pay more attention. Um, and so I should also take more advantage of the, the, the services we have here 
and uh, the, 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 the facial products that we have here too. But yes, could be better. So I can recommend from our uh, products, uh, so not our lines of products, so from the uh, uh, products we have in our our itinerary is um, my favorite, of course, Augustinus Bada's products or uh, Royal Fern. So both are really amazing. And um, especially uh, Augustinus Bada is coming from from reducing scars and uh, so due to the fact that i uh, just had an, a little accident with my bicycle and i also had some some problems with, uh, or some damages on my face i could really say in terms of recovery uh, the um, products from augustine's bar are really awesome so um my recommendation for you yes so, and, and now it's over with the beauty talk yeah thanks thanks <laughs> I'll, i'll try and relax now We've got over that question. <laughs> next. <laughs> next. Next. Mindfulness. It's a big topic at Lanzerhof. So yes. what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of mindfulness? Well, a couple of things, actually. Um, and I, I think of the lessons learned during the last lockdown, Niels, in, in March, April last year. And we were all forced to to put the brakes on our lives and uh, and consequently that that gave us all time to reflect and and, and I was no different and um uh and actually well we as a family struggled with covid at the time but you know that was an unpleasant experience and again that probably again uh helped me put my foot on the ball and just uh, you know understand how I was living my life how how we live and um and I think just to take stock of 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 how you live to to, to reflect meditate I mean, I, i'm not a, i'm not a yogi so I, i should qualify that straight away by saying that but even just to take five minutes to sit quietly um and just reflect on the day ahead or or at the end of the day to reflect i think i've always done that somehow or another uh and um and and focusing on one thing at a time i think well as a man you and i are Uh, that that's all we can do is focus on one thing at a time we can't multitask anyway but i think it is important to do one thing well and and not um and not get overly concerned by the number of tasks that lie ahead and not, and not panic and i and i think lockdown gave us time if nothing else you know let's try and look at it positively Th these are difficult times and it's important to be mindful um, it's important to spend time at the great outdoors. I think we've, we've, we've been able to enjoy life's simple pleasures a lot more. And when I think personally how I was working and, uh, and maybe getting the balance wrong between work, family, uh, recreation uh, in, in the run-up, uh, I think we've, um, we've been forced to think. And, and the other thing I think of is, is uh, who's a big champion of mindfulness is someone I had the good fortune to have a webinar with uh, before Christmas, uh, as you know, Martin Zoller, who, who is, uh, I think, goes by the, the, the job title of psychic consultant, but he works very closely with Lanzerhoff, and I, and I hadn't met him before, or, or maybe even given much thought to, to mindfulness. But listening to Martin was its own education, actually. And, uh, I mean, that, that webinar can still be viewed, and uh, it's, it's, it's very entertaining, but it's certainly fascinating. And so um, I am trying to be more mindful, I, I think, as a result of some negative things that have happened in this world that has just forced me to think and appreciate everything that's happening around me. Wow. 
a much longer answer than I expected, uh, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> longer than my beauty thank, answer. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> Let's move on to the last topic, medicine. Do you have any tips for our listeners how to stay healthy as long as possible, so especially nowadays? <clears throat> well, I could be glib and just say simply join Lanzerhoff at the Arts Club. Um, but <laughs> having said that, I, I always a good answer. It's it's a good answer, but um, it's it's a, it's a quick, lazy answer. But but I do mean it. Uh, and what I mean when I say that is, you know, prevention is far better than cure. Uh, and so there isn't a, a, a panacea. There isn't a, a magic pill that we can take. But we can take steps. We can be good to ourselves. And that's the important thing. And, and, and again, this last year has been a reminder to all of us to be good to ourselves. And that means taking responsibility for ourselves and our own well-being. Uh, and, and, and by investing in ourselves and, and, and take responsibility for our, our own immune systems, ultimately. And physical exercise is the closest we will ever get to a, to a panacea. It is good for our mental health. It is clearly, obviously, good for our physical health. In addition, if you combine that with how we fuel ourselves and, 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 and what we ingest, and, and remember what our mothers said, you know, everything in moderation. It, you know, never was a truer word spoken. But I'll qualify all of that by saying life is for living. And, you know, if we believe we are only here once, which I do, then let's make the most of it and make the best of it. And so... If we are going out and enjoying ourselves, and, and, and if we do overindulge, that's fine. That's not a crime. And I think sometimes we, we forget uh, it's the tail wagging the dog. So let's enjoy ourselves. And that, if that involves a glass of wine or three, no problem. But what, what are we doing the rest of the time? And, and I think it is about balance. Uh, and, um, and that's how I see that, really. And so, so yes, coming back to you know, joining a club, such as Lanzerhoff at the Arts Club, well, well I actually mean it um, because that's probably the best thing we can do. We, we, we spend most of our time and discretionary spend on, on our family, on, um, on our mortgage, on our, you know, getting to and from work. When was the last time you actually took time to invest in yourself? Because if you don't, nobody else will. And, and, and we, as a business, are here to support that. In fact, I would say that you know, Lanzerhoff and Lanzerhoff at the Arts Club, you know, its time is very much now. It, it's been around for 30 years plus. But actually, with this in mind, with all of this in mind, where we are right now as we emerge out of this pandemic, um, you know, we are poised really and, and we're here to support uh, uh, the goals that, that everyone should have in looking after themselves. Wow. So, Perfect. I have now a surprise for our listeners. So Mario will take over the English episodes for our podcast Forever Young. So um, luckily for all the native speaker, uh, I'm pretty sure it's much nicer to listen to a na native speaker as a host than me. And, oh, I don't know. Um, your, your accent is very exotic, Neil. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, uh, so I'm coming to my last questions. Uh, have you already some potential guests or subjects in mind uh, that we can look forward to? Well, uh, we're we're putting together, you know, initial thoughts for the for, for the program, but um, we certainly want to cover you know subjects that are that are um, 
much talked about. Uh, we, we will be looking at biohacking. Um, certainly there'll be a lot of content around nutrition, sugar addiction, uh, fasting, the benefits of fasting. Um, mental health, we talked about that earlier. Um, this is a big, important topic. And uh, coping with lockdown generally. So within Lanzerhof at the Arts Club, we have a number of experts in their field. So we can take advantage of that and, and there'll be podcasts with them. And I also would like to celebrate the, the diversity of our membership. <clears throat> we have, um, well, a number of high-profile members, but also a lot of captains of industry and... and, and it would be really uh, useful and, and, and I think informative to see how those people, some of whom are in the public eye, uh, whether it's it's politics, finance, media, the arts, uh, entertainment generally, how and why they are looking after themselves as well. And uh, and, and we see the public persona, but but I'd like to dig a bit deeper and and uh, and, and just find out more about the person. And, and how they achieve that balance in their life, if they achieve that balance in their life. And um, and if we are helping them do that, you know, that, let's celebrate that too. So lots to look forward to. Mario, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, listen to you as a host. And I say for now, thank you very much for your, this interview. Thank you, Niels. As always, lovely chatting to you. And uh, speak again. One last question. So uh, when you're not busy working, uh, where might you be found and what will you uh, be up to? So I don't know whether you will answer it in terms of uh, the current situation in this pandemic situation or uh, in, in normal life. Well, uh, other than spending time with my family, three wonderful sons and, and, an, and an understanding wife, uh, I do like to spend time with them where possible. That's that's for sure. Uh, I also have a rusty, aging Alfa Romeo that I like to tinker with. And uh, I would have sold it, but my youngest son, who's just turned five, seems to love it. So I'll, I'll keep that for him. Um, spending far too much money on it, but uh, that, that's, that's a lovely diversion. I also like to play backgammon, actually, uh, very, very much. And... Uh, As with my sports, you know, I th always think I'm better than I actually am. But I, I like the mental challenge of backgammon. And uh, so I'll play anyone that wants to play me. And I'll play on an app coming in and out of work as well. And I said paddle tennis. And other than that, I'd like to walk the dog and, uh, uh, and enjoy uh, the greenery of Wimbledon Common, which is where we live. So um, try and keep myself busy.